Joining us, he is the Chief Business Officer for the Symmetra Tour, Mike Nichols. Mike, welcome back into the golf shop. Good morning, Mike. Mark, Matt, thanks for having me back. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I was saying before we went to the break and I did a little tease about you, I said, uh, you know, the Symmetra Tour, all you guys did was have Sophia Popoff finish third one week and then goes out and wins the Women's Open Championship. I mean, these these ladies are, in, are good players. Right. Well, it, as, when that was happening, it was funny. We were watching on my, uh, we were watching, we we're all sitting around on the couch with my, my wife and my two kids and we're watching and I'm, you know, like, I'm like, they're like, who are we cheering for dad? I said, well, normally don't, we don't cheer for anybody, but this week we're cheering for Sophia Popoff because yeah. I said, this is going to make daddy's life a lot easier by telling, <laughs> uh, telling the story of how good of the Symmetra tour players are. Cause that's the question we always get asked, right? Yes. You know, the players, haven't yet emerged onto the LPGA tour, may not be familiar household names. And so people say, you know, how good are these players? And then to your point, you know, one week she's playing in her adopted uh, hometown of uh, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, there at our tournament in Mesa. And then, you know, she hops a plane and goes over the British, has uh, has one um, has one practice round and uh, ends up becoming uh, the AIG uh, Women's Open champion. So uh, what... You know, second place on the Symmetra Tour to uh, winning the next week uh, an LPGA major. So yes. uh, absolutely the story that, uh, you know, it's a gift that keeps on giving. We will certainly be talking about that one for a long time. Well, Mike, I have not been fortunate enough to play in a Symmetra Tour, um, you know, um, pro-am, but Mark has. And, and uh, he raves about the quality of play being played on the Symmetra Tour. I mean, and you can speak to that, Mark. Yeah, I mean, I played with Danny Holmquist, who's now out on the LPGA Tour, is one of the is one of the professionals that I played with. So, I mean, you can see that uh, you know many of these have gone from uh, from many of these ladies have gone from like uh, you know going to going and starting out on the Symmetra Tour and getting their card and and, uh, and doing well on the LPGA Tour because Danny Holmquist was leading the Open. Yes, that's right. Sophia Popoff won. Yeah. Oh, that, that is true. She was she was the leader after the first or second round. You're absolutely uh, absolutely correct. And so you know. Whenever we get one of our graduates who's in the hunt, we, you know, we certainly love those stories. And then, you know, Sophia, who isn't technically a graduate, but now, you know, obviously is an alum, uh, you know, goes on to win. So, but that, you know, again, that just shows uh, how close it is. You know, we've got, you know, the, the analogy I always use is if you think about, you know, professional football, there's, you know, there's between the 60 teams and, I mean, excuse me, the 32 teams and then the 60 plus guys that are on there between the practice squad and whatnot, you know, there's. 2,000 guys who can call themselves NFL players, right. and we all know how you know unique it is to get that opportunity. Any given week on the LPGA Tour, there's only 144 ladies who get the opportunity to tee it up on the LPGA Tour. So, and they're fed, but we're fed by over 40 countries. So, when you think about how good you have to be to find yourself on the LPGA Tour, that next sort of level of player. In many cases, as Sophia has pointed out, it's not that they're not good enough to play on the LPGA Tour. It's just a matter of circumstance and opportunity. So, um, you know, anybody who comes out to, you know, see these ladies play at the, you know, Pinehurst Number 9 in a couple weeks or, uh, you know, they're in, uh, in Charlotte at our Tour Championship uh, will be treated to some first-class golf. Well, and I've always looked at the Symmetra Tour, Mike, as just is just very similar to the Corn Ferry Tour. I mean, that's a development uh, d- developmental t- uh, tour where a lot, a lot of really good players graduate to the LPGA, and, and then, and then of course the PGA from the Corn Ferry Tour. That's that. I think it. I think they're they're very, very similar that way. Absolutely, and you know, and the thing too is that uh, 
What's happened a lot more and more in I, I don't follow the men's game quite as closely to know this. I'm sure I'm sure it's happening, but in the women's game, a lot of the uh, the products of uh, the national programs, uh, national golf programs around the country, mm-hmm. uh, they sort of the next net logical level is they come to the United States to play women's collegiate golf. So you know the majority of our players, even though they're international, are very sort of Americanized in that. They've lived here for their four years of college or familiar with living over here, and they frankly just stay and play the Symmetra Tour. So, um, you know, they, these are the best players from the world who, you know, again, because of circumstance, I mean, the next year is even going to be uh, – it's even a little bit more unique because obviously all the circumstances we had surrounding canceling uh, the LPGA qualifying school and whatnot this year, these players are going to have to, you know, wait another year to get onto the LPGA Tour unless they can – sort of, uh, you know, strike lightning in a bottle like uh, Sophia did. So, um, you know, the, these players are, you know, the best of the best. And in some cases, you know, our, our best players, you know, may be better than some of the players playing on the LPGA Tour right now. So uh, we've got, but we've got a great bunch of players playing uh, elite level golf, as Sophia um, pointed out. Again, Mike Nichols, the Symmetra Tour Chief Business Officer, joining us here on the Golf Shop Radio Network. And, Mike, you know, you guys had just gotten the season started. Uh, you had the Florida's Natural Charity Classic back in March and then went on a, uh, on the on the pause and didn't come back until July. Um, kind of give us a feel about how everything went in terms of trying to figure out what events, you know, you could hold, what events you couldn't hold, the conversations that you have to have. I mean, it was probably a tremendous undertaking just to not only get things restarted in July, but to figure out where to go and to come up with, you know, what the schedule looked like was going to look like, and then to end up with the championship here at, uh, at river run in Davidson. Yeah. Well, I, I can assure you it, it wasn't fun. As, as I was saying, I've never worked so hard to cancel a golf tournament. You know, you, you <laughs> yeah. spent, uh, you spent a whole year trying to put together a schedule at the beginning of the season. Uh, we were planning to play 20 times. As you said, we got started with one event. And I remember at that event, you know, we we're like, okay, well, let's be smart. Let's put out hand sanitizer on all the, you know, on the first tee and 10th tee scores and all that kind of stuff. But it would, really hadn't happened yet in a big way because it was still sort of, uh, you know, late in February. So it hadn't sort of gotten to where we, you know, eventually ended up. But, you know, so it was at that point, you're looking at the schedule and saying, okay, how can I salvage these 20 events? And then you kind of save the 20 events by rescheduling them. And then you realize you could no longer rescheduling them. And then so, you know, long story short, we're, we're, we settled on a schedule of 10 events. Um, and um, actually next week, so if we looked at what the schedule was supposed to be, Next week was, was when we were supposed to finish the season here in Daytona Beach at the LPGA headquarters. And um, what we were able to do, oh, uh, uh, thanks to uh, the title sponsor of the tour, Symmetra, is they have uh, historically had an event sort of in May there in, uh, in Davidson, uh, the Symmetra Classic, and then they finished the season here with the tour championship. So what we did was we sort of just renamed the two tournaments. So the event next week here in Daytona will play as the Symmetra Classic, and then the event in uh, Davidson in a couple weeks will be played as the tour championship. And uh, we're also in a weird way fortunate that uh, what was the LPGA Q series, which is like for people who follow qualifying school, that's like a two week final stage of Q school that the last two years have been held at Pinehurst with that cancellation. We had a couple weeks available to us at Pinehurst. So we um, we're going to play an event, Thanks to uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield in North Carolina and their support, we're going to play at Pinehurst Number Nine 
um, the last week of October, and then again play the tour championship there in Davidson. But that's kind of the the things that we were looking for to you know what makes sense. You know the the players for the most part are traveling by car, so you're trying to put together a geographic uh, flow, which is challenging enough when you're trying to do it sort of 18 months out and sort of see what what works when. When you're trying to do it, you know, say, okay, what can we put together in three months, four months, five months? It's a lot more complicated. But, you know, a lot of uh, – obviously all of the credit goes to our our tournament partners and title sponsors like the folks here at IOA or, you know, Symmetra, Blue Cross Blue Shield, who, you know, without without the title sponsors for these tournaments, it, none of this happens. So uh, we're fortunate that, uh, you know, these are companies that have uh, chosen to support women's golf, women's athletics, and uh, – you know, the players are super grateful and just excited to be back playing. Mike, if we hadn't had COVID, how many events would have been played this year on the Symmetra Tour? And um, and, and are there opportunities for more, uh, say, in 2021? Yes. Uh, so we were scheduled to play 20. Our expectation is that we'll play more than that next year. Yeah. Um, what we were able to do with a lot of our tournaments is – uh, just say, hey, if you don't want to play this year, why don't we, you know, whether it's add an event uh, another year onto their existing contract or if they were scheduled to finish this year, they'll now schedule, or at least the contract will end next year. We'll be looking to renew them after 2021. So I think what people would be surprised to find is both on the LPGA Tour and Symmetra Tour, uh, both of our schedules in 2021 will actually be stronger than they were scheduled to be in 2020, wow. which is, you know, really quite amazing when you think about sort of what's happening in the corporate world and earnings and all of that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, the, the one thing I report uh, directly into the LPGA commissioner, Mike Wan, and he said, look, he said, 2020 is going to be what it's going to be. Let's just make sure that it doesn't sort of bleed over into 2021 to the impact, you know, to the, to as much as we can control. So, you know, make sure that we come out of this with a strong 2021. And I think, like I said, people will be surprised. I think when we unveil both the LPGA and Symmetra tour schedules, how, uh, how strong, uh, strongly positioned both of us are. Yeah, Mike, I'm in the advertising and marketing business and have been for 30-something years. How difficult do you do you see uh, getting new sponsors? Um, uh, how difficult do you think that's going to be? Or do you, I mean, Everywhere I go and the people that I call on say business is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, so I, 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 But you're at a different level, obviously. But, but uh, are you seeing that there's – there's ready and willing uh, participants to be sponsors of Symmetra Tour events uh, for next year? Oh, ab- absolutely. Um, you know, the, I think uh, what you find is it's, it's sort of challenge. It's, just, it's an interesting balance, right? Because you've got a lot of companies who are looking and saying, we really want to find a way to be active in, you know, and sh- show our support for our female employees, customers, and sort of play in the in the diversity and inclusion space in a very visible way. So the LPGA Tour and Symmetra Tour are seeing a lot of interest. Now that's sort of counterbalanced with, you know, well, what what is the corporate outlook for next year? What's happening to marketing budgets and things like that? So there are certain industries that are going crazy, as we all, you know, we Mm -hmm. all see it on a daily basis on the stock market, which ones are going, you know, gangbusters, and then the others that are are sort of lagging. But, uh, you know, my hope is that, you know, once we sort of get to the point where, um, companies at the end of the this, you know, get into the fourth quarter, they're going to have to sort of start planning for 2021. Right. I mean, obviously they're planning, but people are going to have to set budgets and sort of do those some of things where, whereas uh, to this point, a lot of people have just said, hey, you know, during all of this, we're not really sure. You know, at some point, people are going to start to have proactively uh, have conversations about 2021. But uh, like I said, we're having a lot of positive conversations with folks and fully anticipate having more events in 2021 than we did in 2020. 
Awesome. Well, Mike, we really appreciate you hopping on with us. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again as we get closer to the tour championship here in Davidson. Yep. And just uh, for folks who might be either. So we, we're going to play uh, October 28th to 31st at Pinehurst number nine. And then we'll be in Davidson uh, November 3rd through the 6th. And uh, that's actually a Friday finish uh, where uh, as you try to re- you know work on a schedule, we had to uh, finish on a Friday because they had a wedding planned uh, that weekend. So uh, it's a strange sort of <laughs> finish, but you do what you can to, uh, to get the season in. But uh, certainly appreciate uh, you all having me on yet again uh, this year. Thank you, Mike. Thanks a lot, Mike. Take care, guys.